Welcome to the Unicorn Mindset, where we explore the reasons you are choosing not to be the badass unicorn you are. Whether you're seeking to find inspiration as a leader or just want to show up as your authentic self, stick around. It's time to show the world your horn. I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I'm an entrepreneur and leader, but most importantly, a recently proclaimed unicorn. In today's episode, we will explore why leaders are fearful of not knowing all the answers and how you can break that cycle and become someone who empowers yourself and therefore empowers others. It's funny because I remember the first time I became a leader and I mean, I had worked hard. I had taken all the feedback and I had become like this really great employee. And I felt like because I had all of this knowledge, I was going to be the best leader out there. Like anyone could come to me and they would get an answer and they feel so great. Yeah. Um, I was lucky to at least have those answers, but that's not normal. Um, and I learned that when I actually lost that position because they had layoffs and get fired. Not from that one anyway. Um, but they let us go and they gave us plenty of notice. So I'm out here like looking for a job and I had been in that um, technology industry for, oh my gosh, like seven years. Okay. So seven years I had spent building this knowledge base and I had only been a leader in that industry for a couple of those. Okay. So I'm like uprooted. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I found a position that was very similar to the one I had or so I thought, Um, but it was in a completely different industry. And I mean, an industry that I didn't know anything about. So I was very fearful. Um, And you really just have to take a step back and build some trust. Okay. And you have to really truly in that situation lead with intention. But I remember like walking in um, on my first day and just thinking, what in the actual fuck did I get myself into? Like, I don't think people understand that leaders, especially female leaders, we don't usually take decisions very lightly and we really want to be calculated with it when you're a genuine leader and you really want to care and you know build relationships with people so I walked in there and I was like okay yeah like I can do this and I felt like I was an infant all over again like just learning that I had a hand okay (laughs) so when that all happened I decided that I had to first build trust with my team. They didn't really care what I knew, right? Because let's be honest, I didn't know much of anything other than I knew how to handle a customer interaction. I had to show them that I was there for them. I wasn't there for me. I wasn't there to build this empire. I was there to serve them and come from a place of that true intention And being okay with not knowing the answer and kind of explaining that to them. So in our you know, not my very first team meeting because I was still deer in headlights for a while. But when I like got my bearings a little bit, I went into that meeting thinking, okay, at the end of the day, you guys are 100% that knowledge. You have it all. You've got it all there. My job is to support you in building that knowledge and making this place a great place to work where you can be successful where it doesn't have to be hard every single day, where you can laugh and enjoy your conversations. And when people ask you, where do you work? You can say where you work with pride. That is my job as a leader. It's to make you feel like your nine to five isn't death, (laughs) okay? There's so many jobs out there that you can just go collect a paycheck at. That's not what I want for you. I want you to feel proud of where you work. And that's my goal as your leader is to help you see that, okay? So I'm not going to have all the answers. 
that was seriously an incredibly hard thing for me to say because I feel like I am the go-to. So I'm the go-to in my family. I'm the go-to for advice. And I love it. I love helping people. And when I felt like I was helpless because I didn't have the answers and I didn't have the knowledge, it was very scary. Um, And you kind of have this imposter syndrome um, where you just like don't feel like you deserve to be somewhere. And there's a lot of leaders out there and maybe you're one of them. That just feel like, oh, I kind of lucked into this job and the paycheck's nice and it's great to be called the boss, but oh, I don't know how to lead people. And so if they come to me and I don't know, that's just going to make it worse. And that's understandable. You know, I I felt like I didn't deserve to be in this spot because I was a, a leader for such a short period, you know, just a couple years before I moved into this role. And then, you know, this fear that if you don't know it all, they're not going to follow you. They're not going to take your lead. They're going to leave because you're incompetent, right? Which is like the worst possible thing that you could ever fear as a leader is like, man, these people are just like, nah, you are just not for me, right? And I get that. Like, I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. 100% know that. And I accept that. But at the end of the day, I'm a professional and my desire is to help every person I come across in one way or another, whether that's just to make them smile Or to make them feel like they can take on the world. That's my sole purpose in life is to contribute that way. So when you (laughs) haven't really found your style and your like niche as a leader and how you lead and you don't have all the answers, it's very easy to feel like you have to become this dictator. That you have to always have the answers and that you like slapstick answers out there. Whether they're wrong or not, you're going to stand with so much confidence that they're going to believe you. Okay. That is awful. Okay. And that is a leadership mindset. We are going to check right out the window right now. Okay. Let's talk about why it's okay to really make sure that your intention is known, that you're there to help them. You're not there to do it for them or teach them the one and only way to do it. Your job is to help them feel like they have their own personal stamp on their role, whatever it is that they're doing, whether that's another entrepreneur underneath you, whether that's your team member, whether that's your peer, your job is to support them and finding their own voice towards that common goal, okay, towards whatever their goal might be. When you do this, you're treating them as individuals and you have to have a mindset towards these people that they are individuals. They're not you. You cannot expect them to be you. That's not really fair. (laughs) You're going to break your heart every single time by doing that to yourself. So if you treat them as individuals and not pod people, right, as the unicorns that they are about to become under your watch and your lead, just like you are going to embrace your own inner unicorn, they have this much stronger desire to do great things for themselves and for you and for overall the company you work for. And that's super important and it's impactful because if they don't have that drive to do it, you're going to deal with a lot of other issues, which we'll talk about on another podcast and how to overcome those as well. But they definitely have this desire to succeed and be trusted. And you have to believe that, that everyone that takes a job does have a desire to succeed. Otherwise, what is the point? Most of the people that are not succeeding have this internal you know, thought process that we as leaders have to dig out and we have to figure out what it is and we have to get under it. Otherwise, it's going to fester and they're either going to quit or cause an explosion or a disruption in your workplace. 
because you have to be proactive and you have to believe in these people. Your job isn't to be the all-knowing and all-powerful boss and lead with fear. It's not. Um, and those threats and all of those things. Your job is to support and guide them on their own path to success. We're not here. This, if you are a, a fear leader, like you lead with intimidation tactics and fear and all of those things, this podcast is probably not for you unless you are trying to drastically change your thoughts. Okay. And how you actually lead people and you're sick of people leaving or being in fear of you and hiding things from you. Okay. So if you want to lead with intention, stick around and positive motivation, stick around. If you are a fear monger, skedaddle. Okay. (laughs) This is not for you. The other part of this is truly your mindset. 100% what's going on in your old think tank. Okay. You absolutely have to get curious as to why you are not comfortable with saying, I don't know, in all of its many forms. Like, I'm not talking about, you know, where's the water cooler? I don't know, because you're new. I'm talking about someone asking how to approach a situation and you feeling like you can't say, how would you approach it? And asking them for their input. Okay. So, you really need to get curious about why you're uncomfortable not knowing the answer. Once you've uncovered that, the doors will open for you because you'll probably either feel like, well, that's kind of silly or, okay, let me talk about this with somebody else and see if there's tips and tricks, the things that I can overcome. Okay. The other thing to think about is what kind of team or leadership style are you trying to establish, right? Are you trying to be a dictator or are you making it fun um, and rewarding for them to really kind of embrace who they are as those individuals? If you're making a dictatorship, you're creating pod people and you're going to have high turnover, especially if you work in a corporate situation. Um, If you are making it grueling and just, okay, here's my task list. Let me get it done. That doesn't work. People need to laugh. They spend a lot of time with you as their leader, or at least they should. You should not be hiding in a, in a box in a corner. <laughs> Just a heads up. That's another episode. <laughs> you won't hear from me. But realistically, don't do that to yourself, okay? It makes your life so much harder when you don't invest in your people as individuals and you try to shove them into this box of what you would do, okay? Don't do that. There's always more than one way to get things done. And sometimes, sometimes when you're like, okay, this is my thought process and I catch myself doing this because I'm just a planner brain and I'm very strategic about how I handle things. It's really frustrating when you cannot figure out where their thought process was as a leader. You're just like, what in the world? How? How did this happen? What is going on? I can't even wrap my brain around this right now. It's so frustrating and you will find yourself wanting to give them a roadmap to success don't do it. Okay. So when you don't know, instead of, you know, giving them the roadmap to success or, you know, Hey, go, go talk to this person, or this is exactly what you need to do. Even if it's not at all, what you need to do, invest in them and becoming confident, badass unicorns and just ask the question, what would you do in this situation? How would you like to handle it? What do you think is the best business decision here? Why are you not confident in answering this question for yourself? You have to be that curious leader. 
you have to allow your people to give you feedback and input. If you don't, they're going to leave because they don't feel like they have a personal investment in the mission of your company, of your organization, your department, whatever it might be. They don't have that investment. Ask them where they can find the answer. You know, so if they're just asking for a process or a procedure versus like an actual situation, you know, a little more robust conversation that they need to have, ask them where they can find it. You're not an encyclopedia or a dictionary or the giant book of knowledge, okay? You were just not that person. You have to put that aside to do this leadership game successfully. You have to teach them that they have it in them. They have the resources at their fingertips because they're the same resources you would use when you don't know. So where are they going to find it? How would they handle the situation? And if they still really need you because it's so crazy new and we've never come across it, it's just way out in left field. You have to learn to be 100% confident with saying, you know what? I'm going to do some extra research and see how we should handle this. I'm going to involve a few different people and we're going to collaborate. And that needs to be okay. You have to accept as a leader that you do not need to, nor should you be the one with the only answer. Okay. It's, it's okay to not know. A team is made up of a collection of individuals that contribute something unique to the makeup of your team. Their talents, their knowledge, everything adds to it in a very unique way. It is not up to you to hoard the knowledge. It's up to you to help them see their potential and reveal to them their most successful self and empower them to become that person. Okay? Trust me. (laughs) This is hard. But everything that is hard in the end is worth it. Okay, I'm going to share with you an example that I had. So I've been working in this new industry now for almost six years. And I I can tell you that I love going to work every single day because there is a new challenge, because it is hard. It's complex. It's not mundane or boring. And I love that about it. And as a leader, I have an amazingly diverse team of people. And even on my hardest days, I laugh with them. We have a moment where we build trust and rapport together and we laugh. Genuine laughter, not ho ho boss, you're real funny laughter, but like genuine, I made you laugh and you made me laugh and we have now have this strong connection and bond to grow and develop forward. Okay. I had an associate come to me and was like, you know, I was out the other day with some friends and they were all complaining about their job and it just bothered me because I just couldn't believe that they worked in those types of places. But I was so proud to say that I don't work in that kind of place. Like I genuinely enjoy coming to work every day. I enjoy my leaders. I enjoy the people I work with. The culture that you create as a leader is vastly more important than your knowledge. Okay. You have to be humble in the fact that you don't know all the answers. It is okay. If I, if you take nothing else away from this, take away that it is okay for you not to know. 
it's not okay for you to create a culture that puts your people down, that makes people not trust you, okay? I trust a leader far more when they don't know and they're willing to admit when they don't know because it builds trust with me because they're being honest, they're being a human, and they're showing that they genuinely are okay with their current place in the world. Okay, when they scoop me up and say, hey, you know what, I don't know, but let's start over here. I think that might be the right direction we want to go. Let me know if it's not and we'll go back to the drawing board. Much respect to those leaders. Okay, and I strive every day to be that kind of leader. If I know the answer, I will challenge you and ask, where can you find it? Not because I don't want to help you. Don't misconstrue this. It's because the best way I can help you is to eliminate your need for me on a daily basis. Doesn't that sound crazy? I literally help my people not need me. They need me to tell them when things change. They need me to help them work through their feelings of imbalance. Right? They need me to help them see their true potential. They don't need me to have all the answers to their questions. They need me to help them realize their full potential. That's my job as a leader. And guess what? It's the best damn job in the world. Because when those individuals go from coming in being fearful, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and they're worried because they've had these really crappy experiences in their past, and they're empowered, and they feel successful, and then they go apply for other jobs within the same organization, mind you, because you've created that culture that makes them want to stay, or they rank up in whatever they're working on, it is the most rewarding feeling as a leader. And yeah, of course you like feel sad because it's like your kids are leaving the nest. But at the same time, you like cry these beautiful, like, I mean, internal, I don't usually cry at work, but <laughs> these beautiful internal tears of joy and just pride for them. You're so proud of the work that they put in to what they did to now seeing them grow and do something else because I'm okay with people having to find their own way and me not knowing all the answers. It is truly okay. So if you are ready to empower yourself, to let go of needing to be the know-it-all and empower your team, even your family, your friends, everyone around you that comes to you for answers all the time, if you're ready to empower them to find their own path, their own voice, you're definitely in the right place. If you are joining this journey with me to empower yourself and others, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a rating with a review. Until next time, unicorns, I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I hope you decide today to be unapologetically you.